0: Welcome to Raising Your Spirits. Our hope is to help you make positive changes by providing guided messages from spirit. Tuning forks, crystals, and distance healing are how we pass those messages from spirit to you. Sit back, relax, and enjoy your vibrational growth with us. Your hosts for Raising Your Spirits, Suzanne Shields and Tony Ginnis. Welcome back,
1: everybody, to... A Healthier You Little by Little, today's working title is An Aid to Overcome Trauma. And two of the best people that I can think of to help you through this is Suzanne and Tony from Higher Cell. They're life coaches, mediums, and alternative practitioners. They help people through life's challenges by bringing spiritual perspective. It's not about religion, but rather seeking clarity to a challenge, your life from voice within you a means to finding peace and joy no matter the situation in life. So one of the questions that I have uh, for Tony and Suzanne today is, trauma is experienced by so many people. In your work life as life coaches and spiritual mentors, how do you help people work through trauma?
0: Well, let me start off, Cindy, by saying that it is such a pleasure to be here. I couldn't think of a, a better place for me to be able to talk about the six podcasts that we've just put out on trauma And also to be able to relate it back to the amazing work that you do to help people in their health. When I got that invitation from you, I have to say that I I squealed out of joy. One of the things that I think is really important to be able to understand the work that we do is Tony and I, are, as you had indicated, we're spiritual life coaches. And the goal of what we want to do is that we want to be able to help people no matter what the problem is, look at it, look at the darkness that people feel within and bring light to it. And that's not just a phrase, but in a way to be able to help people see that spirituality can be a tool that's within everyone to help overcome an issue. And so many people think that spirituality is this this path that you have to give up everything that you do and you have to go and go on this long journey about you releasing all your possessions and becoming a philosopher. And, and it's not that I disagree with that personally, but in my own life, I have a very active career. I have many things. I'm a mom. But I'm also one that is grounded in an understanding that there's more to me than just my mind and my physical state. I have a part of me that's my spiritual side that allows me to gain some wisdom about the challenges that I face and seek a way out. And so why we feel we can help and why we put out the six series podcast was As you go through things in life, you want to be able to say, how can we get through this? And we want to focus on trauma. The series, I won't get into all of it, Cindy, because I hope that your listeners will have the pleasure of listening to it. But this part talks a bit about understanding the difference between spiritual awareness and spiritual awakening. When you're awake, you're able to observe things. But when you're aware, you engage in it and you use the spirituality as a tool. We talk a bit about also understanding your trauma and understanding what you've gone through and understanding that this was not something that, oh, hard is me. Yes, it is difficult to go through, but one can't look at you being a victim. You have to become victorious over the issue. And so, how do you understand what that trauma is? And how do you, how do you put it into a perspective that you're able to look at it as a part of your life and not let it overtake your life? And that, We recognize that in the third part and the fourth part is that there's this resilience within yourself. There's a resilience, and if you can tap into that resilience that goes beyond how your mind is able to process this trauma, and it really is about how your spirituality can pull you forward from it, there's something within you that is way greater than your mind could ever figure out, and that's resilience. That's how you've overcome where you are to this point. That's how you came to the point even before the trauma, that you've gained the strength to build yourself up. And what you did is you didn't give fear an ear. You gave the microphone to that inner voice of being able to how to move yourself forward. And in the the latter part of the podcast, what we really get into is that we look at the trauma almost as a miracle within yourself. And I'm not saying that one should trivialize the, the harshness of the trauma, but it's about celebrating that you're able to look at the trauma as an event and not as a defining perspective that will carve out your future. We end the podcast about being able to look at that the world has moved on, but you had to sit still during this trauma, and how do you be able to adjust yourself back into the world? This part of the podcast can be, in fact, applied to the pandemic that goes on now. Many people have had to sit back in their lives and if they've had businesses or if they've had other elements that are going on, and meanwhile, other organizations are building or businesses have had to move forward, but you can't, well, how do you take that spiritual side of yourself and bring yourself to move forward? And so that's sort of where we sort of carved this out, in it. and now we're proud to be able to share it with everyone, not as something to say that we know better, but to say, hey, we've been there, and this is what we can sort of share on it.
1: That kind of leads me into the next question. Like, how did you come to be in the position of developing a trauma podcast?
0: Well, like, Cindy, you've known that I, I mean, I, have been, we've, we've connected as friends before because of the work that I do as a spiritual individual and that my goal has always been to serve individuals, to help individuals with whatever they're facing, to be the telephone to spirit to see what they have to say to how people can move past their issues. I'm not a fortune teller, not that that's a bad thing, but I don't use the skills the Spirit has given me to tell them, you know, what they'll foresee in the future. My goal is really to help them understand where they are. So the spiritual side of me has been aware of itself since a child, and the experiences have always been there. And I've always been able to use it to work through my life. I mean, I'm a I'm a biostatistician epidemiologist, I work in public health, and I have a career in that front. But what's always led me to be where I was, was my spirituality. And I, unfortunately, like millions of people have gone through trauma that was forced upon me, that I saw the the difficult side of individuals when they thrust their anger, jealousy at you, and they inflict enormous amounts of pain and i don't see it really as a question at this opportunity or really at any point that i need to get into the details because what i it's not because i don't want to relive that trauma it's because i don't want to use it for your listeners as a suggestion it's a yardstick of measure my trauma was so deep so harsh that it it ended me having to have a, i had a nervous breakdown over it i i contemplated suicide very seriously i felt that I had to give up on life because if I saw the ugly side of these people, did I want to be around them? And did I want to be part of a society that was so negative? And my spirituality enabled me to see that despite all the negative around, there were still good people. There are still good people out there who want to help and who do care. And so my desire to move forward and through the trauma wasn't based because I wanted to seek revenge on those that did harm to me, but I wanted to enhance the relationships I had with those who were the
2: light in my life.
1: You've got the perfect guy sitting right next to you (laughs) to uh, help you through that, right, Tony? (laughs) Yes,
2: yes. A lot of times she would come over and we'd get together uh, that she needed a tuning, and sometimes it would be very frequently, two, three times a week, and whatever it took... But these frequencies, they get you out of your own body, get you out of your own head. And sometimes that's where the healing has to begin. Because when you're so close to the situation, you've got to step back in some way, whether it's uh, a a bigger perspective or uh, look at it from the way spirit sees it. And then when you come back, the problem is still there, but you're looking at it differently. You have a different take on it because you've had a chance to get a bit of a break when you're meditating or when you're sleeping there is a a point where your energy steps back and that's where we go into that zone that we talk about in, in a tuning session or whether you go into a meditative state it's it's all about just stepping back and getting out of your body for just a little bit and getting that little break that you need and when you come back you come back a little stronger you come back a little wiser and you look at things differently
0: and just to jump in on that point, and when Tony talks about out of body, I mean for people who may be listening who may not have have delved into their spiritual side, this isn't a this isn't a woohoo thing about coming out of your body or any it's more just getting out of your head yeah. silencing yeah. your head yeah. and those thoughts that are continuously focusing and silencing it for a minute and that's more where I think yes, you were coming absolutely
2: down. absolutely
1: you know you you two are so lucky to have each other you're both spiritual healers and you both can read energy and help with energy. Now there's probably a lot of listeners out there that don't have somebody important. Like you guys have each in each other's life. Like what do they do? Like, who, like, let's say they don't even have a best friend that they can, you know, tell these stories to, or, and I'm sure it must be extremely hard for anybody to talk about a trauma and admit that there was a trauma. And Suzanne, you're extremely brave to even talk about what went on with you, because I see you as a strong pillar in the business world. And I always have, and I always will. And for something like that to take you down, and then come through it. And like, like, what what, what are the steps that you did to to come through it?
0: Well, first of all, let me say thank you. I mean, to hear that I have to say, it's not that it feeds my ego. It just, it truly enlightens my soul because, um, you know, there were many, many dark days that I sat in, in a, in a room thinking, you know, why? And I would have a few points to be able to share with your listeners. And, and yes, I am very blessed to have Tony in my life. And I have children who I'm extremely blessed to be able to, uh, mother, but, uh, I think that the things that I would recommend to your listeners isn't about, you know, who you can reach out, but how you can reach within. And in the end, what got me through it is that the only person who can take a step forward from being within the trauma to being able to step out of it for a second and to look at it was me. No one else could do this work. And when I realized that, as much as I had all the support systems around me, it was me that had to look at this trauma from a perspective that I didn't look at what was happening to me, but rather to say what happened to me. I was out of it. I now had an awareness that it's not going to ever happen again. The education that I gave myself of being able to step out of it was the greatest gift that I could give. And I would say to your listeners, if you're going through something, understand that you now have given yourself a greater education I'm not saying that what happened to me was my fault, and I'm not saying what happened to your listeners is your fault either, but you have an ability to step out and to say never again. What also I would recommend to your listeners is that when I was going through what I went through, I sort of forgot about my physical state. It didn't matter to me whether I was a size 40 or a size 4. It didn't matter Because all I was trying to determine was whether I should live or not. And the whole concept of where I always prided myself, I have more dresses than there are days in a year, um, and I love to be able to express myself in what I wear. And maybe that isn't for everybody, but that's how I do it. And I no longer even cared if I fit in my dresses anymore. And I realized at that point that this was coming to a serious point because I had lost what used to give me hope, now didn't. But why, coming back to the first statement, why it was important for me to come on to your show today, was that I couldn't think of anybody better to have talk about that physical state and how you can take care of yourself. And the conversations that you and I used to have about health and strong eating was what kept me going through it. And though we often think about that we define ourselves by the characteristics of our dress size— What you taught me really and and was so important as going through my trauma is in the end, you have to feed this machine that you have because that's what's going to take you through everything. And there there are no retakes. There are no, oh, you know, because I didn't do this when I was 15, I can't do it now. It's not about regretting. It's about starting something fresh that you can commit to. And that's exactly what you've always spoken to me about. And so the other thing that I would suggest to your listeners is don't forget about your body. It may not mean something to you right now because your mind is what's overpowering every thought and everything. But remember that you can always fit in a healthy shake or you can fit in something that's, you know, supplements that you can get and get the good quality ones. And, you know, I won't even comment. Cindy can take it from there. But do that because that's what really got me to that point. The last thing that I would say to your to your listeners is I understand where you are. I under because I've been there and they always say that when someone goes through something they can better explain um, and guide someone. I encourage you to find someone who you can lean on, who can be a listener and can give you not advice because that's often what we don't want but we just want that safe place. If we want to talk about it, to have it. But if we don't, they can be a great distraction. If we really do live in a state of gratitude, which we talk about a lot in spirituality, then we know who those people are. And don't hesitate to reach out to them. Because in the end, those are the people that we really that we live for.
1: Excellent. Well, th- that's really great advice, uh, Suzanne. I'm so appreciative of having you on And I really hope that people take this advice from you and, you know, really let it sink in because, I mean, really taking care of yourself is so important. And sometimes that's not, I mean, it's a little, a little thing, but it's everything. If people are listening and you're in a situation where you feel like you don't have anybody to talk to, Suzanne and Tony have been great role models. Uh, They're, they're, great listeners i can't think of anybody who's a better listener than these two people i would just uh like to ask tony tony could you tell people how to contact you guys and like i know that you also run a um every friday you run a meditation that helps people open up chakras and you're so meditative and and i think people could benefit from knowing about that too
2: yes uh, just to sort of close off the uh the part where we say well, we don't have anybody, sometimes we can talk to. Oftentimes, it's not somebody that that we they want to talk to anybody. It might not be family member, but uh, what ended up happening recently was a person was very quiet and they kept everything in. And they just sort of put it out there. He says, you know, send me somebody that I can perhaps talk to about my problem. And they've been holding something in for over 10 years And they ended up getting a gift certificate as a door prize from us. It was just one of those things. And then I met them for the first time, and they just started talking a little bit. And the moment they started talking, Spirit had already little snippets that they could give them. And he said, that's exactly who I am looking for. So it wasn't so much me. it just that Spirit chose me, which I'm honored to do. But sometimes when people don't know who to talk to just to put it out there. You may not want to talk to somebody who will give you advice because you need some, you need more of an ear and, and maybe a symp- not even sympathy, but somebody who will just listen and not discount or th- compare your trauma with somebody else. The, oh, I know somebody that lost the entire family in a fire, so what would you have to complain about? You can't go like that because we're rating traumas. Who is the best and the highest who's going through a deeper trauma, and it's mortifying no matter which one you go to. So the idea is to find answers for yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's what I do on Fridays. On Fridays at 1.30 Eastern Standard Time in Ottawa, I run a uh, free online meditated class. We talk about the various energies in the body. The one that's coming up is the high heart. It's the, the voice of heart. And that's why people have a real hard time talking about love. Talking about just the simple things in life. That's where it starts. If someone can't take a compliment, if somebody says, You look beautiful today. Oh, no, I don't. Or they'll send it back. Oh, you look beautiful too. In other words, they've it, deflection. It, it, it's right? a deflection, right? And that's the first sign that uh, they're not ready there. This meditative class, we use tuning forks, I, we use uh, color breathing, different techniques. And we have people coming from all over the world from Copenhagen, South America, British Columbia, several places in the States, and it's growing. And we're looking at it that this is our way of sort of giving back, where people have no other choice. They don't maybe have a practitioner in their country or in their city. They can at least log in. And even with the time difference, somebody can still be in there. I have one lady that has to log in six hours ahead, in other words. She's from Europe. She says, every week I learn a little something and I feel a little lighter each time. If they have any questions, it's always good to be able to talk to somebody, maybe to get some very simple answers. So in their own country, they can go to and seek those people out on a regular basis. So we find this is is very great, you know, in that service.
1: Well, and I, I just want to reiterate that uh, your podcast is not just about trauma; it's about other things too. Oh, and it's... I've listened to a few episodes in the hot tub at night, and your guys' voices are so calming and so like hmm. just so nice and clear to listen to. I listen to your um, to the to your, your poor little dogs that you both lost over time, and how you reassure people that they're still with you. And it actually
2: brought a tear to my eye. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and by touching people that way, they have access to this through the podcast, you know, know, globally. Because people are looking for answers. And it's almost, sometimes we hear of cases where somebody finally does find somebody, and they'll say, well, I have the answers for you. You just have to sign up for my nine-week program. People will go where they're going to find those answers, but as soon as they detect there's a push that way. They figure maybe the answers are just maybe the same way. They're just modified and they're manufactured. But getting something from spirit that is free, and if somebody wants to go any further, then they have that choice. But it's uh, it's great. Yeah, the podcast it talks about many things. Forgiveness. It talks about uh, wants versus needs. Um, we have many topics we're going to be talking about. The latest one is spiritual evolution. The different ways of looking at spirit. We talk about automatic writing, what that is. We talk about channeling, what that is. Just basics that people say, uh, I've heard about this. What does it do? It brings out and expresses a lot of other things that are normally in our everyday life. But for somebody that's just sort of delving into it, it's a nice introduction.
0: Yeah, demystifying spirit. Because we, we grappled with that idea. Like, as we became more spiritually involved um, in our work and things that we became second nature, we realized that may not be for other people, but also that people have preconceptions about spirituality and an essence that it's a delve into religion or it may be a counter to their religion or that it's a commitment that they're not willing to make. But when we realize that all it is is listening to that inner voice and that inner voice never guiding you, in a negative place and that really you're connecting to something that's always within you. And there are tons of books that with regards to that, there is Deepak Chopra has published over 19 books and he was, he was the one who first as a physician denoted that there is a soulful side to ourselves and that when we can soulfully connect to ourselves, our brain activity releases endorphins and, and, releases chemicals from our brain that stimulates our bodies to be healthier. This has been scientifically proven. And so if one thinks that it's spirituality going down a path suggests that it's something woohoo and not for them, that's okay. But in reality, all I say to them is when you speak to yourself or you're listening to that inner voice, are you guiding the one that's promoting fear, doubt, and harshness towards your self-image? Or are you listening to the voice that's giving you strength, abilities to overcome trauma, improve your health? And who's on the soapbox today? And if it's the one that's positive, you're being spiritual and congratulations.
1: <laughs> well, you know, you guys, you, you guys are so fascinating. I, I would love to spend way more time than I do spend with you because, I mean, I took a feng shui course with you guys a couple years ago. And I learned so much and you know, the the whole feng shui thing ties into your better self, your higher self, understanding how things work that you associate with in your house, your your space and that affects your brain as well. I mean, that could be another topic I should have you guys back on is feng shui. Why didn't we think of that? But I mean Okay, so I I know I'm going off topic here, but we'll have to have you guys back to talk about feng shui and how that works too with your mental state and with your flow of your life and bringing in abundance. And I mean, boy, you guys have like your, yeah, you could talk about chakras, you could talk about feng shui, you could talk about crystals and stones and how they affect uh, like what you surround yourself with. If you have a water fountain in your house and the money tree and all these great things um so keeping it light as we end this podcast i really want to thank you guys for your expertise on trauma today and i would really i'm gonna in the show notes i'm gonna include your website your meditation on friday with tony how to get a hold of you guys and your podcast name could you just reiterate tony what your podcast name is again
2: raising your spirits
1: Raising your spirits. Yeah, you and go. we have
2: it on uh, uh, on iHeartRadio and all of the, uh, the Spotify. We have it on uh, uh, Apple uh, Podcasts. We just got a note from Apple that we're the top 237 alternative podcasts that's being heard. And it's very high in the first 30 days that, that we were we amazing. were doing it. Way and there's thousands today. of them. There's thousands of uh, alternative health ones and we're 237. Who knew? Uh, we just, we just, <laughs> I, okay, this, this is, it's great that people are listening and at least looking for these answers. I think that's the bigger thing about it is the, the standing is just the, um, sort of the report card of the work that we're doing and that people are starting to take note and we're great to do that. And then on top of that, we have a YouTube channel that has all of the Friday classes that we have on audio and it's all on youtube and it's all professionally mastered by one of our great photographers and video editors if you go to suzanne and tony 17 the number 17 suzanne and tony on youtube you'll find us and they're beautiful that's how i I usually rate most of the ones that are coming i didn't know that that's
1: fantastic you guys give so much to people and I'm not just saying that because I love you both. I, I just think that you guys are amazing people. And really, I encourage people to reach out to you guys because you guys know your stuff. You, you know how to listen to people and to really respect people and to give them more than that that they ever even knew they they needed. So thank you again for coming out today. Oh, thank you, Cindy. We're great
2: telephones. (laughs) Love being here. Thanks. Thanks, thanks, Cindy, for the invitation.
1: All right. So we'll have you back again to do the feng shui uh, or (laughs) (laughs) something like that. (laughs)
2: Sounds great. Okay. Thanks, Cindy.
1: Excellent. All right. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Bye.
2: Bye. Thank you
0: for listening to the Raising Your Spirits podcast. If there is a subject you would like to hear in a future episode or would like to book a session with Suzanne or Tony, reach out to their Facebook group at Ginnis Shields Natural Healing Center or join Tony with his weekly tuning class on Zoom. Their YouTube channel is Suzanne and Tony 17. That's Suzanne and Tony, the number 17, all one word. And the website is lovehireself.com. Until next time, namaste.